Hey everyone, welcome to the Accounting Firm Podcast. Are you struggling to grow your accounting firm? Not anymore. This is where you get actual insights every week into how to scale your firm. Each week, we will spend 15 minutes interviewing actual accounting firm owners, just like you, so you can learn how they overcame the biggest challenges that you will face when growing your firm. Let's get started. Hey everybody, today we're talking to Damian Dimitrov about how he took his firm paperless. Damian is the owner of AMS. They manage a team of 18 people and currently serve over 1,000 clients. Damian, it's great to have you on the show today. Sharam, thank you for having me. I'm excited to uh, talk with you. Yeah, me too. This is a really great topic. You know, a lot of firms are trying to go virtual or or convert from being paper-based to going paperless. And it sounds like you've been pretty successful at doing this so far. So I'm really excited to walk through this with you today. But before we do, I'd love to just get a little bit of background on the firm, you know, the types of services you guys offer and what you're all about. Yeah, no, absolutely. So Accounting Management Services or AMS, uh, we are a full service uh, accounting tax and advisory firm. Uh, we, our market is small and mid-sized business owners. Um, we have clients from, you know, $100,000 in revenue uh, to over $100 million. Um, and, you know, we're just uh, focused on ha- being that outsourced partner for them that they can rely on on a monthly uh, basis. We do like to meet with our clients on a monthly basis because it helps us to really dive into their business, understand their business and be an advisor rather than a one time, you know, see us one time a year. And we try to give you a strategy that doesn't make sense because we have we're not uh, we don't know what's going on with your business uh, at that point. Okay, perfect. Thank you for that introduction. So now let's jump into the topic about converting from, you know, a paper-based firm to a paperless firm or a virtual firm. So first, let's talk about why you wanted to make that transition. So you have this paper-based firm. What pain points were you seeing or problems were you seeing that said, we need to go virtual, we need to eliminate all this paper? Yeah, no, that's a good question. So I actually bought the firm in January. Uh, even though it's been around from 19, uh, 1989. Uh, and the reason I bought a firm was because in 2021, I spent uh, most of the year um, looking at different firms that are you know, for sale throughout the nation. And I looked at over, looked at over 50 different firms. Wow. And I noticed the trend that it was you know, these great CPAs that are close to retirement, um, but have kind of you know, they're, uh, they have, you know, great relationships with their clients, but their processes aren't um, very manual and um, or, you know, they're just a little bit outdated. And uh, I thought, well, you know, there's so much technology out there that can be used to streamline the process of, uh, of any one of those firms. So the, it's just a matter of time and effort to, um, you know, take the existing processes and replicate them using technologies like Financial Sense, QuickBooks mm-hmm. Online, uh, you know, ShareFile and so forth. So that was the drive behind purchasing the firm. And then once I purchased it, we said, well, we got we got through busy season and we decided, OK, we got to uh, now start the plan of going virtual. Uh, so that's where the idea came from. OK. And so let's talk about that. You know, you, you bought the firm. You saw that there's an opportunity to transition it to a paper base, make it more efficient, improve the processes and really make the business more valuable. How did you insert, ensure like the successful transition? Because a lot of firms, they struggle with this. They struggle to go paperless. They hit a lot of obstacles along the way. And, you know, you may still be through this, going through this process, but it sounds like you were able to, I mean, you bought this firm 
not too long ago, you started the transition this year. You've made the change pretty quickly. I mean, are you guys done with that process? What was that process like? Did you do anything to ensure success? Yeah. No, I mean, we've definitely learned a lot through the process. If I could go back, I would do it a little bit differently. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, I'll be honest, we uh, rolled the dice on it a little bit uh, because we were running out of time. So we started after, you know, the busy season in April. Uh, but the goal was to finish by the end of the year. And I consider ourselves being there right now. Um, you know, yeah, we just moved out of our office. We should be able to, you know, meet with our clients now fully virtually going forward. Mm-hmm. Everything uh, one of the biggest probably challenges was we have a storage room of paper and the office was full of like, you know, general ledgers for each client. And you're talking, oh, wow. <laughs> you know, yeah. folders and folders. So maybe, you know, 700 to 1,000 folders uh, a year. All right. So uh, that was kind of trying to figure Ooh. out, well, how are we going to deal with that? How much are we going to scan? Scanning services are super expensive. Yeah. So. That was one thing I didn't even think about. I said, well, this should be pretty easy. But, you know, unstapling all the documents within the folder, scanning them in, that that took, uh, uh, you know, that that's something that we didn't even think about. And we said, oh, one of the employees can do it. So they started doing it. Uh, and then that was taking a long time. And then we said, OK, well, we're going to have to go from scanning everything to only scanning the prior year. Right. So mm-hmm. stuff like that is things that I wish we planned better. But uh, it was, you know, we're on a time crunch. And the idea was that to execute this strategy, we just have to figure out what is the 80 percent or really the 20 percent that's going to deliver the 80 percent of the value. Right. So um, we focus on the main things. And one of the main things was actually implementing a a system where we can manage uh, our clients and the Mm -hmm. workflow before. You wouldn't with that many clients, you don't know where it is until you go ask the accountant and yeah. maybe their, their file is outdated, you know, so then you don't really know, is this done? Is it is this project not done? Um, so we started looking at the systems to manage uh, that would manage, you know, uh, practice management uh, softwares. And, uh, you know, I know you're not paying me to say this, but I <laughs> was the one that we selected because I thought it was cost cost effective and very user friendly. I really think that uh, what you guys have done is phenomenal on that front. Um, but that was probably one of the biggest things that helped us really get this vision together. I thank you for sharing that. Um, and it's it's great to hear that from you, like from one actually one of our users, because we really do focus on ease of use, and we feel like that's something that differentiates us in the market. And that kind of goes into my next question. You know, you're implementing a lot of these solutions like Financial Sense and some other uh, solutions to take your firm virtual because you need that the technology mm-hmm. to do that. How do you get your team to ad- adapt that? Because you said, like you said, the firm has been around a long time. You recently came in, you acquired it. They had probably their older ways of doing things. They've probably been doing them for a long time. Change is not easy. And getting people to a- adapt to that change is even harder. So... Mm-hmm. How were you successful in getting your team to go from the old outdated ways they were doing things to the new systems to take the firm paperless? Yeah, one of the main thing was obviously uh, implementing a system that's easy to use, uh, that has the training videos that they can spend, you know, maybe half a day to a day to really watch, which it's not even that much. Um, mm-hmm. And uh, the, the, I mean, and I won't lie, we, we did lose some staff members and went through turnover, right? Because people did not like the changes and did not like the technology implementations. So that was probably, 
our most costly mistake was not considering uh, people having to leave. Uh, but thankfully, you know, there's uh, other employees out there that are lower looking for opportunities and mm-hmm. like well, like the challenge with this change. So, you know, we really strive to just bring in people, um, people that are tech savvy and understand, uh, you know, maybe don't know the system or the, the software that we're implementing, but are not afraid to go in and say, you know what, I'm going to figure it out. There is an answer out there. So having working with them to have that mentality, um, also keeping them accountable, you know, so every single uh, week we have a meeting and we ask people what have they, or we ask our staff, what have they done to improve uh, their process or on what did they learn something new throughout mm-hmm. the week that they can share with the rest of the team. Um, so, and then finally the, the reporting, right? So every single week we have a report that comes out. How many projects did you complete? Why is this not going, or, you know, how, why is this not updated, updated correctly in the system? So the more you, the more, rep- the more reporting and the more accountability you would create in the process, the easier it was for everybody to jump on board because they knew that we we're watching the progress of it. Okay. What about the clients, right? So it's not just the team that's being affected by this change. It's also the clients and the way they interact with you. I mean, I think before this interview, you mentioned you guys just officially moved out of the office last week. So you are fully virtual now, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So they're not coming into the office to meet with you guys anymore. And you're probably using different systems that they're not used to. What was that process like with the clients? And how did you ensure that transition for them? Yeah, well, so I'll, I'll start with definitely communicate better than we did right mm-hmm. so if you're going embarking on this journey go make sure that the clients understand and you've communicated before it's happened uh, i think that's where maybe we failed but now after having the conversations with those changes and then you know showing them the difference and the value that this adds to them um, they start to warm up to it right uh, you know before they used to sit in our office for an hour or two to wait for their tax return to be prepared, their financials to be prepared, uh, and then have the meeting. Well, now during that meeting, the first they don't have to come drive out to our office. Mm-hmm. Uh, they can sit in there, you know, on their couch at home, and have the meeting, you know, after dinner or whenever they they want to have uh, the meeting. It's more convenient for them. But that meeting is now focused on advising them rather than uh, focused on the uh, let me go back in my office, do the work, and then come back to you, give you the financials, right? So they see that we're adding more value to them through advisory rather uh, rather than just a bookkeeping service. Okay, no, that's great. And what about like any resources? So as you're going through this process, did you have like any groups or resources that you leaned on to kind of help you with figuring out how to modernize the firm or go virtual? Yeah, absolutely. So um, shout out to Rootworks, to be honest. Uh, that's probably one of the best resource that uh, we've signed up for. They've done a really good job at helping firms modernize and kind of catch up to times. Um, so we rely on them for anything. Anytime we have a question or a concern about how do we go about this or what are, has somebody else done this before? And they have all the resources. And if you need to, you can always jump on a coach, uh, on a coaching call with them and they'll talk more about that and the issue. And if they don't have the answer, they'll go to their network and ask, you know, their clients, Hey, how has anybody gone through that? So it's a really, I mean, I, it's a really good network that has helped us maybe learn from other people's, um, you know, uh, shortfalls. 
Yeah, I've heard a lot of really good, great things about Rootworks. A lot of firms that are looking to make this transition, modernize their firm. Rootworks has an amazing community that you can lean on from what I've heard. Mm -hmm. um, and they've got a lot of really good resources and they've got a lot of great webinars and content to help you through that process. So if you're listening, definitely go check it out if you haven't heard of Rootworks. It's, it's a valuable place. Um, so one question I had is now that you've made this change, right, you've successfully transition to a paperless firm and you're, you're virtual and modernized now, what are some of the biggest benefits that you've seen? Time. I think we've saved a lot of time. So one of the best examples is before the clients would come in with their bank statements, uh, drop off a copy, you know, then we would have an accountant go through code every single one of the transactions on right. the bank statement. Then you'd, they would pass that on to the data person, data entry person. They'll enter it into the accounting system. Then the account, the uh, accountant will go back and reconcile and you know kind of analyze the financials. So that process of how many people had to be involved to enter a transaction into the accounting system, when now with QuickBooks Online or other uh, you know cloud-based systems, you get that transaction as soon as it happens in the banks. Uh, you know, as soon as it happens in your bank account, they send it. They send it to us, right? So the only thing the account needs to do is account for it appropriately. So that by itself is, I think, the most value there. Um, another big thing with going to that process is being able to utilize even additional technologies to now help clients with forecasting, right? Before mm -hmm. you really couldn't forecast because you just had to lump, just lump some amounts in accounts that you just don't really know what made it or made it up, what kind of vendors, is this reoccurring, not reoccurring? So the an analytics can be done uh, much quicker in uh, when you have such uh, more detail in a system because mm -hmm. of what entered into the system. Okay. Oh, that's great. And so what does your tech stack look like today? Now that you've completed uh, the transition, what are the systems you guys are using to run your firm virtually? Yeah. So uh, we probably have a lot more than we need to. Uh, so we've been adding tech on tech on yeah. tech to uh, see to fix problems. But now, you know, this coming year, what we're going to do is say, okay, well, let's evaluate all that tech stack and figure out how do we consolidate it so it talks to each other and it's the most efficient one for us, right? But um, you know, from practice management, financial sense. Uh, from accounting perspective, we use QuickBooks Online, uh, but we are still stuck to uh, UltraTax and Thomson Reuters uh, accounting CS because mm -hmm. that's you know we haven't fully converted all of our clients from that system to QuickBooks Online, um, mm -hmm. but still a good soft a software. Then we've got uh, ShareFile uh, to you know securely share documents that are sensitive um, for the for. Um, for our clients. And then the, the last thing is, you know, the Microsoft suite. So Microsoft Teams, uh, SharePoint, those have been great tools to be able to communicate internally and um, be able to, you know, track uh, what's going on with every document. Okay, perfect. No, that's great. That's a good list of the core. I think what we typically see is the core solutions that a lot of firms have to take their firm virtual. Um, mm -hmm. All right. Well, thank you so much for that. If you're ready, I'd love to end the interview by jumping into the quick fire questions. Yeah, sure. Let's do it. Perfect. So if you go back in time, when st oh, I guess when you acquired the firm, um, what would be a single piece of advice you'd give yourself? Uh, well, I had an answer to that one. So now I have to. So uh, honestly, it's uh, implementing internal controls uh, mm -hmm. that are going to 
um, kind of control the process a little bit sooner and not relying so much on how the previous owner did that, right? So it's one of those things where I think, you know, we said, we're not going to change anything. We're going to do it the same way. Well, that created a lot of holes in our process that um, now we're paying the price for. So just to dig a little deeper, are you talking about, you know, you came in the firm, you saw the existing way everything was done, and you just layered technology on top of it. Instead, you wish when you implemented the technology, you looked at the processes and adapted it to the new system because the landscape is changing. Is that what you mean? Uh, well, so we didn't take the processes and said, okay, well, we're going to implement this technology mm -hmm. to fix this process. Um, but it was the, well, you know, for example, we kept the previous owner uh, for mm -hmm. a while. So he kept doing it one way uh, while we're implementing a okay. new way. And so that was part of it. Another part of it is, um, you know, from like a billing system perspective, there sometimes things were built. He would bill it one way through his old system and we would bill it through the current system. Right. So it just, it created unnecessary mess that okay. if we kind of taking it from day one and said, no, this is how it's going to do be done. And everybody's going to do it the same way and have the reporting to kind of control it. Then um, it, we probably would have not had to do so much cleanup. Okay. Um, it, then, it, it, you know, I'll tell you like after June of this year, we were able to really um, control that piece, but you know, it would have saved us maybe some work that uh, was unnecessary, unnecessarily created. Perfect. Okay. Um, what traits do you think are important to be a successful firm owner? Um, to me, I believe that you just have to be a people person and have the patience to understand others, like what drives them, what motivates them from an employee perspective and from a client perspective, understanding what do they value, right? Like, uh, because knowing what va uh, they value, uh, you can really understand them better and also understand what you need to provide them as mm -hmm. a service. Because if you're just telling them, no, this is what the service is and this is what, um, you know, this is how we add value to you. Well, that if they don't care about that value, they're not going to be choosing you for the service. Right. And from an employee perspective, understanding, obviously, what motivates them, that's something that uh, keeps them, you know, they it helps you build the relationship with them to where it's more than just I'm your employer and you're my employee. <laughs> okay. And what out of your tech stack, right? What is one of the tools that you couldn't live without? It's financial sense. And again, you're not paying me for this. I just, <laughs> uh, it really is such a phenomenal tool to, um, you know, because if you have 10 clients, it's easy to track it in Excel, mm -hmm. but with over a thousand clients from business and individual and the repeating projects, it's just too many things uh, to track on that scale a scale so for us it's a matter of how do we report on it and have visibility and you know you guys have done a, a tremendous uh you know you've built a tremendous software i appreciate that i think the team's gonna love to hear that um so i think we know the answer to this one but just to double check what is your favorite accounting resource it could be a group forum blog that you go to for anything and everything accounting yeah, it's RootWorks. Uh, it is the, you know, I don't, uh, yeah, it's, it's RootWorks. It works. Yeah, you know why. <laughs> yeah, no, it's a great resource. Definitely. If you're listening to this podcast, go check it out. Uh, it's a great program. Um, lastly, how many hours a week do you typically work? 
So I'll be honest, I do work probably 50 to 70 hours a week, uh, but that's because I'm so passionate about what I'm doing and I just enjoy the process of improving the company. And, and, and I think that if I work 50, 70 hours a week, I some somehow I'll get there faster yeah. uh, and finish the goal faster. But that's not always the case because there's always burnout. Um, but I just, I love it. You know, I just enjoy what I'm doing and I enjoy, uh, you know, kind of fixing the bolts, uh, on our business and, uh, you know, the results and the impact that it makes to our employees and our, um, clients as well. So, uh, it's, if I consider myself a little bit of an workaholic, but, uh, <laughs> do not tell my wife that I am, uh, I've, I've told you that I enjoy <laughs> But let's hope she's not listening. <laughs> yeah, I'm not going to send her the link to this. <laughs> well, we'll definitely have to get you to come back on again next year once, you know, you've had some more time to continue to improve the products uh, or your processes if you're constantly yeah. improving. it, I'd love to see where you guys are a year from now because I'm sure you're going to see a lot more dividends pay out from the processes you've just implemented this year. It's crazy that you've been able to do so much in such mm -hmm. a short period of time. I mean, I talked to some firms that, They'll take, you know, just a year to evaluate a single solution and then months to implement it. But you've done several things, several implementations across your firm and completely taken it paper, paperless and just in less than a year. It's incredible. Yeah, I mean, it's been it's been challenging. It's uh, lots of learning curves, but uh, I, we definitely are at a much better place right now than we were in the beginning of the year. And I do agree with the planning approach. Like, like you said, you know, maybe take a year, but I just, I think that um, there's place for that. And yeah. um, sometimes that does slow you down. I think with the technology and the ease of implementation of the technology that we, uh, you know, put in our, into our firm, we've been able to, that allowed it to kind of speed up the process, right? Like there's not, you don't have to do a onboarding and consulting mm -hmm. uh, engagement for eight to 12 weeks, right? For financial sense, right? Like it's a, Hey, you plug and play. So when it's technology like that, you can test it out, figure out if it works, if it doesn't work, then you move on to the next one. Right. And so you can test it as you are implementing. Yeah. That's what we see a lot of the times with a lot of firms that use something like ClickUp. ClickUp's become really popular with accounting firms, but it's not built for accounting firms. It's built for everyone. Um, mm -hmm. So you have to either spend a lot of time trying to figure out how to customize it or pay a consultant to come in to customize it. And that can really extend that onboarding, not just the implementation, but also the training for the team, because it, it just adds a whole nother layer of complexity. Yeah, I agree. We did try ClickUp and that was one of the reasons why we didn't like it. It was just the it's too too generalized. Yeah. OK, well. I appreciate you coming on the show. This was a very insightful interview. And I think a lot of people are going to love what you talked about today. There's a lot of firms trying to go paperless. And if you're listening, this is a, a lot of great tips here. Thanks everyone for listening in. If you enjoyed this podcast, please go write a review. This will help other firms just like you find our podcast so they can get insights into how to grow their firm. See you next week.